Oh, good lord. Sorry, guys, a massive bumblebee just flew in my, off, flew in my office. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, careful. Oh, they're quite friendly. They're quite yeah. friendly bees. I think they're quite friendly. I think they got confused. I'm going to try and open the window and see if it'll leave. Oh, can you hear it? Can you guys hear that? I hear him. Ooh. He's a big Come one. On, Mr. B. He's a big one. He is massive. Come on, I'm trying to get you out of this place. It looks like it's trying to fly out the window, but it's at a pane that doesn't actually open. Oh. You'll get him. You'll get him. Yeah, yeah so that was good. Hey, 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 nice Sorry. one. Nice Sorry about that. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so Proxima. Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that has taken at least has at least two thirds taken part in this brave new world of cinema going that we that we have on our doorsteps. Because if you haven't heard it, cinemas are back in the UK at least. Now, my name is Tosin. I am your host. I am based up in Coventry near. Hang away. I'm based in the Midlands near Coventry. No man, I had a couple of weeks of getting that right. I was actually feeling really proud of myself, and now I've messed it up. But never. <laughs> But anyway, joining me on Isle of Wight, people who have no confusion as to where in the country they are based, are Sharon. Hello. And Sean. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. So the two of you, you as I was saying, you have actually made it back into cinemas because Cineworld have, they were true to the word this time. They didn't participate in this game of chicken. They said the 31st of July, they opened on the 31st of July. They had films. You went to see them. I'm still, I'm still left in the wastelands. I've not been able to see Ooh. cinemas. So, yeah. so t- tell us what was, what was the experience like? Let's go with the experience here before we talk about what you actually saw. What, what, how, how is it different going to cinemas now? Well, I more or less dipped my toe into the waters, like your avatar toes in your little thing. I dipped <laughs> my toe in the water of cinema going, whereas I think Shawnee dived straight in, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I immersed, I immersed myself. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did like a, I did like a double, a double whammy, a double bail, if you, you will. Is, you like, see, the, the, yeah, yeah, Sean. Uh, we know every now and then we always talk about you going beast mode, and I think you, 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 you welcome cinema back by going beast mode. <laughs> I went, yeah, I did indeed. I did indeed. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm probably going to be going going quite a lot because I'm I'm over here this weekend, so I'll probably be going going. Um, Where's, over the weekend. They where's got, over here? They got Lord of the Rings trilogy, haven't they? You're in Bournemouth, are you this weekend? No, 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 no. I'm over here, but they got the Lord of the Rings trilogy, so I'm. Um, He's on I've the white side. Oh, yeah, so, you mean, so, so when you say you're over here, you mean you're, you're on the Isle of Wight? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm <laughs> okay, on cool. the Isle of Wight. So, yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. I guess so. Over yeah. yeah. That, that would make sense. So yeah, I'm on the Isle of Wight this weekend. So tomorrow night. Tomorrow. Um. So yeah, because there's. Although I've seen them before, it'd be nice to see them again. What the extended the ones? Yeah, the Lord of the Rings trilogy is on. Do you, you want to come, Sharon? You up for any? I'm very tempted to see Lord of the Rings again at the cinema. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> going to the twelve thirty. I'm going to the twelve thirty on um, Saturday. So, and tomorrow night I'm going to go and watch that. Um, what's it called? There, there's a, like a uh, underwater one. I can't remember what it's called. But I can't remember what I it's should... called. I'm going to oh, see okay. that at eight o'clock tomorrow night. So oh. okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so, so the experience. Yeah. What is the experience like? How does the experience differ? What's it like when you t- talk us through it? It's, okay. You're, you're speaking to somebody who has who has of yet not had the privilege of going into a cinema because he refuses to pay <laughs> pay anything more than <laughs> well, what you paid. So so talk me through it. Let me live vicariously through you. Well, as an unlimited member, they encourage you to book online using your online account. So I've got what's called like a Cineworld Plus account, which means I can book online any number of times um, using my tickets. And any friends, if I've got friends who've got unlimited cards, I can book a ticket with their card as well. So it means but they encourage you to book online. And then like you and the, this procedure for book online is exactly the same as it was before. You choose your film. You choose your time and then it takes you into the screening and you get a visual representation of the, the screen where everyone is sat and you can choose your seat. And because I was on my own, um, there was no issues about where I could sit. I just went, I want to sit there and it was fine. I think if you were in too close a proximity to another group, I don't know if an issue would arise with them saying this seat is not available. But when I went, I could have. 
I could sit anywhere. They did. There was no limit as to where I sat. So I chose my seat. And they do say, because there's, a, there's going to be a very reduced programme, that it's not going to be as many trailers or as many adverts before the film, you need to be at the film quite promptly. So if it says yeah. it's at 2.30, you need to be there more or less at 2.30 because they may start the film straight away. They may not necessarily run trailers, depending on how they've staggered the closing and starting times. So my film, I went in, they had something like two trailers, and then one advert, and then it was into the film. So within five minutes of me sitting down, the film had started. So it was that a much sounds like, quicker oh, good Lord, that program. sounds like bliss. And then you obviously sit down and watch the film. <laughs> so when I came home, my mum said, have you been already? It was like, yeah, that wasn't very long. How long were you gone? I said, well, the length of the film. <laughs> That's more or less how long I was there. Because <laughs> there's very little padding. And yeah. so when I but when you go in, all the staff have got masks on. There's plastic. There's these perspex screens up in front of the tills, and then there are hand sanitizer stations. And when you go into, you I use my phone to book my ticket, so I have a QR code. And they do say you either hold it up, or you can put it down on the desk, but they won't actually take it from you or touch it. Yeah. So I just held it up, and they did sort of scanned it, and then I was directed in. But they're all masked and gloved. So and they're masked, but you, but, you, but you don't have to be. I didn't have to this week, but from Friday, you will have to, even inside a screening. That's oh, the wow. new law from the 8th of August. You have to wear a mask, a face covering for the yeah. entire thing. So I wore one in transit. So in all the public areas, I wore my face covering. Then I yeah. took it off when I was actually in the screening. But from next week, there's the expectation is that you should, or from tomorrow, that you should be wearing it the whole time you're in there. Yeah, yeah because I was so thinking... I think if you're only few people in there I don't imagine I think you might be able to <laughs> or like just surreptitiously just lower it so you can <laughs> take a breath and then put it back up so so, so wipe the sweat off your face from when you're like <laughs> because because like what Sean was saying Sean was talking about um the Sean was talking about Lord of the Rings cinema the the trilogy coming up and I'm thinking that's going to be the proper COVID test if you're going to be sat in the cinema for five hours you sort of sat out there watching then if you're going to catch anything if anything is going to travel over it's going to be in a Lord of the Rings screening so that's good so yeah that's so I can imagine I can imagine it might be a good thing for it to have a mask on in, in there yeah, for that one I, I did ask the staff, I said, what's going to happen when masks are compulsory? Are you still going to be serving snacks and drinks? Because if you've got to wear a mask, how are you going <laughs> to either of those things? And they said, you know what? We haven't thought about that. <laughs> I said, it's going to have to be a very bendy straw. <laughs> so it can either sort of get around here and... Well, uh, I, I think I think that might just be the... I think that might just be the... Um, th- that's the general thing in the world at the moment is, how about this? Oh, we haven't thought about that. You need to come up with something quick. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, that's they're very much they do that. That's like a, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, my experience was um, really similar to yours, really. I mean, the first one I went to see, and you can still get them at the counter, can't you? Because I went over, yes. you know, like, you know, you can ask cinema, the sweet counter thing, because I booked yeah. online for, for Unhinged, and then I thought, do you know what? The times match up, so I'm going to go see another movie. So I went over and I said, can I see the... Uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back as well. So it's so he went, yeah. And I ended up chatting with the guy because, like, I do with all the stuff, you know. Yeah. So I was chatting away like that, and I said, "Oh, I better go." And he went there, and I got in just as the just as the first film was starting. So you're exactly right with the trailers and stuff. But, you know, this it was very, there was, and there were. I mean, people should know because there, there was hardly anyone in the screening, but there were two other people that came in. But they came in and they'd missed the beginning of the film, you know. So they obviously still thought, "Ah, oh, we're going to have the trailers. We're going to have the." Yeah, you know the, the the adverts, but they didn't, so they missed quite a yeah. So all right, I I I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Odeon is Odeon has been sending <laughs> messages saying, "Oh yeah, we're going to be coming." I think this will be an Odeon cinemas from the eighth of August, and I found that some Odeon cinemas are actually open, just not the closest one to me. So right, <laughs> yeah, they're testing the waters again. They're aren't test- they? There's one that there's one about half an hour away from me in Tamworth. That one's open, so it's so I was actually looking at going. Oh yeah, because there's this new Seth Rogen film, uh, an American Pickle or something. Yes. Yeah, that. That's I was, that I was, pickle, pickle, yeah. this weekend. 
Yeah, I was I was thinking of going to see that one. All right, so before we get on to what films you actually saw, because obviously, as we said, Sean has gone beast mode, and Sean, this has it has it has kind of confirmed in my mind that for you, the real love is cinema. Because during lockdown, it was always kind of like I know there, I know there was football, and but even when there wasn't football, it was kind of like yeah, maybe I've seen some things, maybe I haven't, I haven't seen it. But the second cinema comes back, you go right, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that, and also it wasn't enough that I saw something yeah. at cinema. I went home and I watched this and that. And that. So, so, so yeah. be, before before we get onto that, before we go to that, I just went. I think last week we were talking on the podcast about um, the gate that nearly killed you. And um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, did, did I send you a photo? I didn't yeah, you send, you it, did send I? me. The, you sent me the photo. Oh, I did I, send it. I put it up onto our Facebook page, and um, that the that photo has gotten the most engagement of anything that we've put on our Facebook page. I mean, it is. <laughs> oh, I'll have to have a look at that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say, Sean, Sean, you are loved. Let me just put it that way. So, so <laughs> oh, I put really? it up. Yeah, I, I put it up, and within about two minutes of me put it up, we had Dennis Jones. Remember Den? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, we had John. He was just kind of like, oh, what happened? And I was like, apparently someone was supposed to fix it, but didn't, but didn't put it back on the hinges. Sean tried to close it and it fell over. And he went, mm, mm-mm, mm-mm, hell, glad he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, wow. uh, and not long after that, not long after that, Nina, superfan Nina, got, came on and was like, who would have taken the opposite view on the podcast all the time and reviewed the strange movies that no one knew about but our ace? <laughs> <laughs> It, <laughs> oh, it could have yeah, been a disaster to which I replied for that reason and for that reason alone yes <laughs> and happy John happy John he just he just sort of replied with a wow emoji so Sean just wanted to let you know you are loved people are, people um, share our sentiment that it's a good thing we're, we're happy the gate missed let's put it that way <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks. no one wants thanks to see you squished yes no. yeah and and um the okay so now now we get onto what it is you actually saw in the cinema so i think there's a film that the both of you actually saw and uh, that was yes. uh, that's this is proxima so let's see so you you both yeah. saw proxima sean you saw unhinged you went back and saw a of like a re-release of empire strikes back strikes back yep okay and um, for anybody listening to this 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 because of the heady excitement of cinemas being back, this might be a chaotic show. This, this might be an absolutely chaotic show. We usually go see at least three things in the cinema, three things at home, and we compare them. We rate them out of five, and we say, which one? Where, where did we get the best bang for our buck? Was it Netflix or was it cinema this week? This might be a bit chaotic because we're just, ah, cinemas, they're back. So, yeah, yeah. so you did that, did that, and then you saw something at home as well. You saw, I think, was it The, the Decline? The decline, yes. Okay, you saw the, the decline. decline. So we have decline on the and decline, a, and the, yeah, the the last days of American crime. Oh, last days of American crime. That's like a that's like a uh, that's a documentary, isn't it? But both those and flip it. No, no, no. It's a movie. I think oh, it's right. called that. The last days of American crime. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, no, I've heard that a, title. I've definitely seen it somewhere. Yeah, and and I saw and, the Nightingale. Ah. Okay, so we do have we do have oh, who cares? Anyway, let's just let's kick off let's kick off with Proxima, which is what both of you saw. So because we're going to be hearing a lot from Sean Sharon, do you want to tell us Proxima? Apart, all I know is that it has Ava Green in it. I've seen him some sort of mech suit in a in a picture. What's this about? Yeah. What's this about? And, and let me set let me get that seven minute timer going. All right, cool, yeah. good, go for it. It it is about Ava Green's character who basically is a French astronaut. And she has been selected um, to do take part in a particular grueling mission, which means she will be off of, off of the planet Earth in space for about, they believe, more than a year. Mm-hmm. And she has a young daughter. She's only been selected because another astronaut has fallen out or has had to drop out for different reasons. So she's sort of like an addition to this mission um, she sort of joins this crew and it's going to be a three-person crew that goes up into space and so she is the french astronaut the other astronaut's an american and then there's a russian and so it looks on the surface of it like this is going to be about her training to get ready to go to space but actually it's about her and her relationship with her young daughter she's got a young 
I don't know how old she is, about eight or nine. She's got a, quite, a, quite a young daughter I, that she raises on her own. Um, she's split up with her husband. And she's basically preparing herself to go into space, but also preparing herself for that separation from her daughter. Yeah. So well, you see uh, the events you see in the film about her preparing her herself physically for this grueling mission. You also see her trying to prepare herself emotionally and mentally for the separation from her child. And I think that is where the I think where the, the, the film is about. It's about it's a, it's a science fiction film in the same way that maybe Solaris is. In that oh, it's yeah. actually not about the setting, it's about the people involved. And it's dealing with, with relationships. And so primarily I think Proxima is yes, it's as you follow her through her training and how she finds it physically grueling, um, how she finds it emotionally demanding. But you see the the greatest challenges for her is in is in how to be a, a mother. Oh, good stuff. I like I like that. Okay, and and so what do we think of the film, Sean? Okay, yeah. Well, this film for me, I mean, I love Eva Green anyway. I think she's a class act. I do. I really, really rate her incredibly highly, and most of the things I've seen her in. Um, and I. Yeah, for, I mean, this this is quite resonant because it's to do with 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 your children, you know, it's to do with, yeah. with the daughter in particular, and like some of the things. It is difficult sometimes, and and I'm always of the adage that if you say something, you have to do it. Do you know, you know, if you if you sort of said or promised them something, even if you think, well, why did I do that? Why on earth did I say that? Because that's going to be really hard to do. You have to do it. You that's that's what you have yeah. to do. So you get this conflict, you know, and obviously. There's moments in um, in this film where she has to be very isolated, very concentrate on her work. So she's, you know, the conflicts there, isn't it? And and Sharon nailed it when it's all about about relationships and and things like that. And I think um, who's who's the big actor in it, Sharon? What's his name? Oh, fuck. Matt Dillon. That's a Matt Matt Dillon. Yeah, Matt Dillon. I thought played played that the character that he was because he was an astronaut that was going on the mission. He played that really well. So on the whole, I thought this was really, really well acted. I mean, it grabbed me. And I mean, I like I like space films anyway, as you know. And they actually using the Vostok uh, rocket, which I mean, at the time the Americans didn't say, but it was far superior to the Saturn V. It was just a. And I, oh, so I is, is this is it is this a period film? Is it set? It's not set no, to present. No, 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 no. It's a modern film, no, but they still me. even okay, even okay. to this day they okay. still use. Because they found a load in ancient, they found this massive. I remember seeing a documentary on it. They found this massive warehouse somewhere in, in Russia that had all these engines still in it, all these these Vostok engines. So they just modified them, upgraded them, and that's what they use. They use because they're really really efficient. So I really like that idea. That gave me a little bit of. Uh, I was thinking, oh mate, they, they they really thought about this. But oh yeah, you know. So yeah. So, so yeah, no, I really, yeah. really, really liked this film. I thought it was great. I thought it was well acted. And yeah, yeah. Thanks. And there were some elements in it where you think it's going to go a certain way. I mean, there's some scenes where they build up a bit of tension, and you're thinking, oh, they're gonna they're gonna pick on her because she's a woman, and then it sort of doesn't really happen. And you're thinking, actually, they've done it very well. That they're saying, you know, when they were saying to her, you know, maybe you might need to reduce your workload. They're not saying, oh, because you're a woman. It's because, you know, you've actually got less time to prepare than anyone going into this mission. Because when you first look at it, you're thinking, uh-oh, they're going to be all misogynist. And then it, it's not. And then there's other scenes as well where you're thinking, uh-oh, is this going to turn into a little bit, not sort of lecture, yeah. but I was thinking, is, this gonna, mm. is there going to be an element of that in there? And then it, again, it steers away from it. So I think you see the obvious... Yeah, because you see the obvious path and then it sort of just steers away from it. So you think it's actually very clever in the way that it sort of maybe sort of builds up to something and then says, you know what, we're not going to follow the the trope here. We're going to tell a story that we mm. want to tell. So I I thought it was very Anna. well done as well. Okay. So and there's, so sure. there's, there's one comment. There's just one comment from there that's really good. It goes, uh, and the Russian guy, he says, stop trying to be the perfect mother. And I just thought that was that was oh no, there's no such thing as a perfect mother. I think wasn't it, was it something like that, Sean? Do you remember yeah, there was that comment? Like, yeah. Do you remember that? Absolutely, yeah, there was. Yeah. There's no such thing as a perfect mother. So oh, yeah. uh, and I thought that was. So know, so how many oh, yeah, stars? There's no you... such thing as a perfect mother. Yeah, there's no such thing as perfect. Yeah. 
So how many stars would you guys give this thing? Uh, give this film? I'm, I would definitely give this a four. A four for me. Yeah, I was torn between a three and a four. Three, because I don't think it's immediately going to be a, an attention grabber because it's a slow burn. It's not one that it's, you know, the, the drama in it is is minimal. It's all about this sort of slow burn and this build-up of, of tension. So I think for the, for the casual audience, I think it's a three. But if you like your... So if you can give it the time and give it that attention, I think it's a four. So right. I would give it a four because I, I yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was, yeah, worth right. giving it that attention. Is, you know, <laughs> now, okay, this is, this is good. I should have trust, I should have trusted I was evergreen and she wasn't going to do something that was run of the mill. <laughs> I should, I really, really should have trusted that because um, I remember seeing the posters of it and thinking, well, that looks a bit like, standard <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. So, and, I, and i was like but evergreen she doesn't do standard that that could actually that could be like you know her motto i don't do standard <laughs> so it's so okay, i think cool. it's a french production company behind it because all the titles are in french and it's because she's french she speaks french and her partner is german so he speaks german and then the russians speak russian so they oh. don't pretend that everyone is an american and oh, they yeah. all have to speak english they actually if they're if they're just together and it's her and her daughter, and they're going to speak French because they are French. French. Yeah. So, so, so you do, these does make, you have to be prepared to read subtitles. And every now and then you suddenly think, hang on, that's not, that's just speaking German now. <laughs> so it, they do. Yeah, they do that's right. It was really confusing actually. talking all French and then like gets out of a taxi and goes, Danke. And it's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that it. suddenly happen? But then, then as you get in and you find out it's uh, been German and uh, you know they sort of live in Germany, then you think, oh yeah, well that makes sense. But, yeah. Oh good yeah, no, lord! So, and I mean, she, she sounded really, really good at the accents as well, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she obviously can do the yeah. Proxima. Um, Proxima. Good, good return for cinema then. Good return for cinema. Yes. All right. So now let's get on to. Where did I put that on my? Let's get on to. Uh, and a film and Netflix. So for those people who might be listening to this, I'm thinking, I've enjoyed the interviews. Are we going to stop doing the interviews? I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn because I've enjoyed doing the interviews. But now that we have cinema back and all that kind of stuff, we don't need to celebrate cinema so much. So we will be releasing a, a bunch of interviews and we'll be figuring, we'll figure out what happens with the interviews going forward. I mean, I think it might become like, you know, two shows a week. One show being us prattling on our one show being an interview. Who knows? But... <laughs> It, it, it might, it, uh, but we're but we're still figuring things out. As they, as they said at the cinema, when you ask them what about this, oh, we hadn't thought about that. We'll figure it out when it, <laughs> we'll figure it out as we go along. <laughs> so <clears throat> we now go home and we go to Netflix and streaming platforms and friends, and we go and have a look. And this is something that you saw, Sean, called what is it? The decline. The decline, yeah. The so decline. so what is this? Tell us what this thing is. Okay, well, this is a new movie. It's a Netflix movie. It's um, funny enough, we were, were talking about and speaking French. So it's, it's a French-Canadian production. And oh, basically, yeah? it's um, like there's a, a, a survivalist guy that gives all tips on how to survive, how to, you know, like what you can do. if And, and he runs these, like, classes. So there's oh, yeah? a few fans, a few fans sort of um, turn up to go on one of his courses, like gives a course on how to protect yourself, how to make traps, how all this sort of stuff. So, um, and a little bit at the start of the film, they sort of develop the characters a little bit, so you know a little bit of their background stuff. And they end up here anyway, so, and they're doing lots of different things, and then there's a, there's a bit of an accident. There's a bit of an accident, and uh, someone someone gets killed, and they're saying, oh, you know, we need to, to, to get the police. I mean, basically need to get the police and all that, and the guy says, "Well, yeah, let's sleep on it, and we're calling them anyway." And then he, but he burns all the stuff because he doesn't want the police. He said, "Oh, you know, if the police come up here, you've got, you know, we're going to get this, that, and the other." So there's a bit of a split of factions. So there's like a little bit of a, oh. well, we know what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to try and, oh, you know, we've got to get out of here. We need to get out of here. And then one, one of the another ones over listening and says to this guy and. And so you can imagine where that's going to go. So, so yeah. you've got this so, massive, so... big survivalist. Mm, yeah. You, you so, took the word right out of my mouth. <laughs> you, you, you said survivalist yeah. because I'm, I'm, I'm on Netflix at the moment. You know when they show you the when they show you the trailer before you've even asked for it that without any sounds. I'm, yes, yes, I, yes. I can see 
So it look, is it, I was about to say, is it like a survivor survivalist wilderness movie? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So there, you know, that's how it, that's sort of how it ends up after after all the things that go on. You know, um, which which sort of makes sense. You know, what I liked about this movie is that it, it sort of made sense because although the guy that's running the camp. He, do you know what I mean? He's got a conflict. He's, you can see him thinking because he doesn't want to be nasty. He doesn't want to be horrible, but he just doesn't want this whole world to come crashing down. So yeah, and yeah, then, because something's gone wrong. And yeah, and there's so, but there's this other one of the group. This other one of the group that actually does something, and you know, so so now he has to get rid of some of the others because otherwise, you know, he's he's, he's got to. So it becomes a bit of a a cat and mouse, a bit of a chasey game, quite tense and. You know, because of course, his his land. He's, there's all these traps and uh, traps and and things. You know. Yeah, so, it's, it's, it looks like a real sort of like living living off the line or living off the land kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the basic story. And sorry. Um, yeah, sorry, 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 laughing, sorry. Yeah, man. sorry are, no, you, I, are you watching the trailer? Are you? No, I'm looking at the trailer. At, I, 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 no, but the trailer combined with your description, it made me sound it was like Bear Grylls or Ray Mears goes goes mad. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, 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 not quite film. that one. <laughs> yeah, it's that because it's, it's sort of based at a camp. He's got this this camp, you know, which, yeah, um, yeah. And, and like where they can sleep and things like that. So it's not so much. It's it's quite a civilized place, and although there's traps, it's still it's still within the confines of of grounds. You know, it's not. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, not, it's not like just right massively in the wilderness, in the middle of nowhere, with no no buildings or anything so so yeah but, so 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 far it sounds like this thing it, it sounds like it's 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 scratching your itches shall i say it sounds like it because, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes you're saying <laughs> it, it 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 looks like it has a little bit of genre in there it looks like it has a little bit of 70s kind of like you know grits in there <laughs> and 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 you said you said which is like the mark of it's a mark of sean it's like a sean's mark of approval if he says it makes sense that's like Sean already going yes it makes sense I can find no holes good good you are already on a three star let's see how let's see how you keep going how you keep going so yeah so um, and what I really like about it as well is and, and I think that's why I like The Hunt is because in certain films you just get characters that you know you know they're like oh this person is going to be the the protagonist you know he's gonna yeah be this the one's one going to be the antagonist the way, yeah that's and, that's going to be the one that stabs him in the back that's going to be one that gets killed first <laughs> so yeah 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 that, exactly so but you know when the one that, that you think's not going to get killed gets killed it like makes it makes it um makes it quite good i think i like I, I like that sort of thing i mean that was the same i think that one of the last films before the the lockdown which was the hunt which was the same sort yeah of yeah, thing, yeah yeah you, you said know, you, yeah yeah the, yeah, I said about that. So, so I really liked that, and I thought the acting was really good. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know any of the actors really. I don't know if there was any big actors in there. Um, so they might, they might be and, in the French, in so like in French cinema, or French, French or Canadian yeah, cinema. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I think yeah. that I think that's what sometimes you get to French Canadian stuff and you find really really good stories, really really good performances, and people you've never seen before. <laughs> so, yeah. so and. And it, and again, they speak a bit of French and a bit of English, so you know it is it's it's it's. Oh, I mean, watching all these films with French, Jam, we'd be able to talk French, wouldn't we, mon ami? Jusqu'à, 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 comme ça, comme ça. I was going to go into Spanish yeah, then, we. but now I'm going to speak that. Ooh la la, c'est bon. Yeah. So so all yeah right. so uh, yeah. Uh, uh, this, this so how many good. stars would you give this? Four, four stars. Four stars, Four st- no hesitation. Four stars for the decline. Oh, it looks like oh French. French stuff is where we should be going. French That's yeah. that, that, that is that is the future. French stuff. Oh, oh, oh imagine if we could actually do this podcast in French. But je ne parle français. Je suis désolé. Je suis très désolé. All right, cool. Oh. Um, Right now, so let's move on swiftly and let's see before Zoom kicks us out. Let's see if we can get another film in. And this is Unhinged. And Unhinged mm. is a big Russell Crowe looking big, sweaty, and angry. Some people might say that's just normal Russell Crowe in life, but <laughs> this is him 
It, it, what I know about this film is Russell Crowe is he looks big, sweaty, angry, road rage. That's what I know about this film. So, what what is this film about? That's basically that's that's basically it, Toes. It's a, it's a road rage <laughs> film, and he's huge, and he's big. I mean, and he is big. He is huge, <laughs> and he looks mean. And uh, it, the the film starts off with something pretty brutal and pretty horrific. Um, I won't I won't give any spoilers, but it starts off, and then it becomes you know this. Uh, what you can, I mean, I can say the bits in the trailer because, but the, the bit where he's sort of parked by traffic lights and this 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 lady comes behind with her son and she's like, beep, and so he don't move and they they get caught in traffic and he goes up by his side and said, you know, it'd be courteous, man, to do a beep beep rather than a beep. Anyway, she's she's pretty, she's not very happy, so she gives him a few words and says, oh, I'm not going to apologise or all of that. So he just goes chasing her on a rampage and. And it starts off with, um, well, no, so, so that's how it starts off. And then he's sort of driving fast. He's trying to scare him. She pulls him for some, she loses him. Then she pulls him for some petrol. And he just happens to pull up into the, the petrol thing. And she's she's left her phone in the car. And earlier on, you know, so he's got, it's, it's obviously she doesn't realise that he's, he's done stuff and put trackers on. And so he knows. Oh, wow. Find out everything, everything. So he knows so yeah, he, so he, is, pro- he proper going. starts stalking her. Oh, big time, yeah, big time, and not just her, all her friends, and and so you know he goes, he says, oh, so he's he like calls her and he's going now, okay, now who do you want me to go next? It's going to be your son, your brother, your friend, what? your brother. Yes, so um, so yeah, so he's like, and he says, oh, I'm going to do this da 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 so then... so so if may I ask a question so so with mm. this is is he more of a is he more like you know you know how you have these movies where you have like oh, like a fatal attraction where it's very very heightened and it's very very hollywood or is it more like you know like you know michael douglas in falling down where it's just like you know a normal person who the stresses of normal life have just gotten to of city life have gone too much and they cracks yeah well he's 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 definitely cracked because of because and and, and um like, oh, yeah, the, the woman's going for a divorce. So, obviously, he's had some relationship issues. So, he's like, oh, I bet, you, you know, you, I, I bet you're horrible. And so, yeah, no. And he is unhinged. He's totally, totally psycho nutter, totally nutter. And he looks yeah. horrible and evil. And, um, yeah, so he does he does some, some pretty nasty things. And you've got your car chases and things like that. Now, so the, the bit in the petrol station, they're just in the trailer, so it's okay because I, I watched the trailer is there's a bit in the petrol station that petrol station where he's pulled up and she looks she sees him and it's not a case of um i thought oh no probably she's gonna just say no no it's all right it's all right but she actually says to the people in the garage that guy's really really like you know he's he's after me he's trying me. to get me and stuff yeah, goes, that's road rage. and they all you know the cashier's going that's road rage honey and a guy goes out of her and he, he says, Look, I'll, I'll come out with you, I'll make sure. And sort of, I won't. So he sort of, you know, yeah, I'll come out with you. And he goes, Sean, hey, Sean, man, sentences, sentences, Sean. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Hey, man, what's your, what's your problem? You know, you better, you better not, you know, do stuff. So, yeah. So, so that bit, I really liked that bit. And it was up until that bit that I really, really liked it. And then. How long into the film was and that? Then- uh, 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 <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe half an hour, perhaps half okay. an hour. Okay. Uh, and then it dies. <laughs> Not so much with the action and the tenseness, but <laughs> things that happened were incredibly convenient. You know, like um, like shall we say certain car crashes at certain time when there's certain police or whatever do you know what i mean it's like oh that was convenient oh that was convenient yeah, that, that surely they have a helicopter in the air now and the police would be full like you know full on after some of the things he'd done you think but then i suppose it wouldn't be a film you know the police would have been should we say there's one bit when the sort of police turn up which was, which was a different part of the film but they'd have all been all over it i'm sure they'd have had helicopters they'd have had because they knew it was going on uh they're like oh. Oh, sorry, we're we're stuck. There's a big, you know, there's been so a big so a film and... a film falls foul of the Sean Harris. Uh, hang on a second, this isn't making any sense. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and test. it's such a shame because it had, it showed it showed such such promise. It showed such such promise. Um, yeah. So yeah, and I thought yeah, that's good, that's great, that's all that. And then gradually, and then it was like 
oh no, this is going to be your standard. Why, I, you know, why do people do things? And you think, why are you doing that? You would not do that. If you were being chased by some mad psycho, what the hell are you doing? You know? Why are you going like, up the stairs? Gonna... In a... <laughs> what, yeah. Well, you're going to go and, you know. Why are you, you know, heading somewhere dark and quiet? You, you know where people is, but why would you not make sure that someone's around you? are going to get up and get you. You know, it's like. So how many stars would you give it? Okay, I'll, I'm going to say uh, the first half an hour was a four star. The rest of the film was maybe a, a two star. So I average it out and I give it a three. I'll give it a three. All right. Okay. Yeah, because I have to admit, when I saw the synopsis and I saw the, tra- I, I haven't seen the trailer, but I saw what the film was about. I was like, this could go two ways. This could be a, like a classic, like falling down. The, have you guys mm-hmm. seen that film, Michael Douglas? Yes, I've seen yeah. Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah, by directed by Joe Schumacher, which is like a classic. This is what the this is what so, so society is doing to people right now. Or it could be like you know a schlocky Channel Five. Ooh, there's a stalker after me. What am I gonna do? <laughs> kind of kind of film. I was like, it could go either way, and I was uh, I was I was wondering which way it would go. All right, cool. Yeah. So that is unhinged. So. Oh, all in all, not a bad return for cinema. I think those are the only two things we're going to talk about because, I mean, Sean, I know you went to see The Empire Strikes Back, but... Yes, I did. What do we have to say about that that hasn't already been said? So- um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it was just a... a it was worth, worth going for the Battle of Hoth, you know, the ice planet, the Battle of Hoth. I enjoyed it. I thought it was, um, you know, it was a bit nostalgic. Uh, it's funny the couple of the scenes now though it's funny with the with with effects you know and the cgi and stuff because there were the, you tend to notice a little bit more i think it must have been you know the blue screen thing so some of the some of the ships when they're taken off from hoth you could actually you know they actually looked looked like or like models like, like models yeah they actually looked more like models than so i guess well, i mean if you think when it was made you know it was uh yeah you- but it was it was it was still a very much fun film, you know. Still, still a good fun film. A lot of people rate that as like the highest. For so, me, it's, so, um, so, you're, you're, yeah. or, or are you trying to tell me that it's better than Rise of the Skywalker? Um, come on, man, you can't be serious. Oh, that. It's be- it's, <laughs> you, it's you can't be serious than- that it's Rise of, better than Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> no, it's, it's 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 definitely it's definitely better than the, the Rise of Skywalker. But what I mean is, it's and and it is a good one. It is a good one out of the 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 original you know, three. Sort of era. Yeah, the original three. Yeah, and. So, but it's um, it's everybody loves that when everybody says the Empire Strikes Back is the best of the the bunch. Yeah, I, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. It's probably probably my one two probably my fourth fourth favorite. I would think. Ooh. Ooh, okay. That sounds so, that sounds like a discussion for another time. It certainly does. <laughs> it sounds certainly like a So yeah, because I, I know that with with the. I mean, that's that's. Everybody rates at the top one, don't they? Everybody's like. Well, yeah, that Strikes that back. is like the cool thing to say. It is the cool thing to say. It's it's like it's it's kind of like one of those things, like oh, to talk about the fact that uh, you know, cool cool opinions that you're supposed to have is that the Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie. The Godfather Two is better than the Godfather One. That the, those sort of things that like you know, Sean Connery is the best Bond ever. Those those are all sort of like you know things that a lot of people would be like that is undeniable. But um, I I don't think it's as I don't think it's as undeniable as you think it is. But, so um. Yes. Anyway, uh, but yeah, that sounds like a discussion for another one about what your top, what are the top three Star Wars movies that come before that one? But uh, we know it's definitely not Rise of Skywalker because. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely not Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go back on to um, go back home, to home, and obviously you're gonna hear Sean talking again because, as we said, Sean did go beast mode this week. So, Sean, last days of American crime. What is this? Okay, Last Days of American Crime. Another, I saw this. This was on Netflix as well. So I guess you could say it was like a little bit of a double bill, although I did see them on diff- different nights. But, you know, I just thought, what two... Because uh, when I was away... I, this isn't French you know, as well, is it? Pardon? I said this isn't French this as is well. What, no, <laughs> this isn't French. This one isn't French. No, no, no. Well, basically, <laughs> the story is it's, um, it's sort of in the near future, I guess. And um, they, the, the US government, they, they've got this, this beam thing, this thing that stops people knowingly commit a crime so if they knowingly commit a crime they get like a horrible thing in the synapsis of the brain or, or oh, yeah. something similar along, along this way yeah so a and basically a so, a MacGuffin, yeah so <laughs> they can't um you know you know you know they can't 
use like um, they've robbed money. They can't do anything. As I say, they cannot do anything knowingly to be wrong. So they they a bit like the purge, I suppose, where they say, "Oh, you've got this much time." So anyway, we've got they've got a couple of days. So what it says, the last days of American crime. These guys decide they're going to do a heist. You know, a last sort of bank robbery type thing, and um, and and that's basically the story. So you've got, you've got these two characters, which are like you know, you've got a girl character that sort of seduces him, and then you've got this, this weird boyfriend that's who's whose father is like the local mafia boss, but he okay. wants to prove himself. And so there's all these different little subplots. And, um, so, so it's essentially people. So is it, is, is the whole thing about people trying to commit a crime in a world in which it's supposed yes. to be impossible to commit a crime? Yeah, but not yet. Not yet. They've still got like a cup, a little bit of time before, before they can do it. Before. Oh, so, so oh. oh, I see. You know, okay. So they say, not, they say, it's not, not going to be switched on. Yeah. It's not going to be switched on before this time, you know, so they so got a little, they, little they, bit of time. It's like saying you're going to have to wear a mask in the cinema from this date. And before that, you go in there and try and watch as many films without a mask. That's a great analogy. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. oh, cool. That's cool. Thank you, Toast. You're always so good at coming up with those things. So that's, yeah, damn straight. That's exactly right. Okay. So yeah, so it's basically that. So they've got a few days to work out and, and, and do this crime. I mean, it's quite, it's quite violent and bloody. There's a lot of shooting going mm. on, which you think I would like and all that sort of stuff. Oh dear, but this man, is sound good already. It doesn't, does it? <laughs> it doesn't. This film is just all over the show it's all over the place and i think with netflix i don't know they seem to just give people money don't they and say go and make a film they don't seem to yeah, make a film make a film and and i mean you might get a, a decent one like the irishman or something like that but then oh, i won't go back on the other one i'm thinking of but anyway <laughs> and um and uh so and this one this looks like i mean i i don't know the director who the director was um but it was it was i don't know if he was being self-indulgent i don't know if he was trying to to prove something trying to bring in all the genres of loads and loads of different movies you know it was just and it was long oh it was long <laughs> and it was silly and it was dull and it was boring <coughs> excuse me um so yeah but um i did watch it with my my friend and i, I don't i didn't think he didn't think it was quite as bad as i did i think i think he quite quite enjoyed it so yeah so um Oh yeah, it's but got, there you go. It's got Edgar Mar- Ramirez in it. Edgar Ramirez, Michael Pitt. So it's not. This is not a rubbish cast. No, it's not a rubbish cast. No, I know it's not. But um, it is, it is a rubbish film. So, well, in my in my opinion, in my opinion, oh. and I think they've been wasted. I think they've been wasted. Oh, so, oh, okay. So. The, the director, the director is Olivier Megaton. Right. Okay. Maybe yeah. that's uh, isn't that one of the transformers? Yeah, he a transporter. The <laughs> transporter. Yeah. No. No. That's one of the transporters called Megaton, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh no, the, oh, Meg- you know, Megatron. Megatron. Oh, Megatron. Megatron. <laughs> Megatron. Yeah, but yeah, but Olivier Megaton. He 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 actually. Yeah, I know. I know. People say he's got. He, he, people people have mentioned his name. They're like, oh my god, the guy's got an awesome name. If I remember correctly, he directed some. He directed at least. One, maybe two of the Jason Statham Transformer Transporter movies. No, right, that'll explain it. And I think he directed. He directed. <laughs> he directed. So oh, I've got to check this. I've got to check this because I remember the first Transporter movie is pretty. I quite like the first Transporter movie. Then after that, yeah, he did Transporter Three. That that was the bad one. That was the bad one. Yeah. <laughs> that was the bad one. And he did Taken Two. <laughs> he did Taken Two and Taken Three. So, oh, well, which were the bad ones? So, <laughs> yeah. So that explains it. That explains it then. But yeah. it's, it's a really long film. It's a really, really long yeah, two, film. two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Yeah. But, so, but what so, you were what you were saying about Netflix, I I agree with you. I think what Netflix do is that Netflix, because someone like Olivia Megaton, he has a following, and there's people who like his certain type of film. Like mm. I know Transporter Two. Uh, or Transporter 3 for instance there's people who actually quite like it I think it's rubbish but there's people so Netflix go well if people like you and if we give you money mm, to make a yeah. film people will go and buy Netflix subscriptions to watch the film whether it's good or not <laughs> and, it's true. It's and, true. and if we have a whole bunch of people who go watch this film, go, go sign up to Netflix because oh Olivia Megaton made a film and then they say, oh, there's this other thing, and there's this other thing, and Netflix goes, oh, and you might also like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> They're going to stay yeah, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, As I said, I mean, I, I signed up to Netflix for a one-month trial, 
and seven years later, I still have a Netflix account. So, <laughs> I think about how much money they made off me and then multiply that by millions. And they're like, yeah, so I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, they can throw money at stuff, can't they? Yeah, I agree with you. Netflix don't care if the film is any good. All they care is that it gets your it gets people's interest enough for them to sign up to Netflix. Yeah. That yeah. So so, so and to keep and, that content running, to keep it rolling. So yeah, because they know that people would are not going to be scrolling through their three million back catalog titles. They want to see the new stuff that keeps. Yeah, yeah. So so, and I think it it is it's something that um I think in the in the longer interview with um remember my friend Juwan. Who who works in in content production and all that? He was he was talking a lot more about that. And he was talking a lot more about how these things work and how <laughs> Netflix are coming up with their own original thing and what's what their concern is when they're coming up with something original. And I agree with you, Sean. It's not necessarily that the film's any good. <laughs> it's it's it's. But like, they can they like you say they can do it because they got so much other stuff, haven't they? It's not yeah, like, yeah. You know, like... and and this is the, this is the real when we talk about Netflix and cinema. This is the real problem that um that film studios have is that netflix don't have to pay anybody to go show a film in cinema they don't have to do they they don't have to do a massive um promotion promotional thing they just shove it on there and they tell the 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 hundreds of millions of people who have never hey want to see this you don't okay cool (laughs) there's plenty of other stuff there's there's plenty of other oh that is loud ah sorry Ah, that was a seven minutes done on that. So, how many stars would you give Last Days of American Crime? Two. Two stars. Two, two stars for Last Days of American Crime. Quality production. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Quality production. All right, and now we come on to our final thing. And I left this to the last because I'm not sure what state I'm going to be in after I finish talking about this film. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I understand. Yeah, I honestly don't know what state I'm going to be in after talking about this film. This is a film called The Nightingale, directed by Jennifer Kent, who is an Australian director who directed The Babadook, a film I've never seen. Which, um, which I think uh, people say that on the surface that's supposed to be a it's supposed to be a horror movie, but it's a lot more about like you know relationship between like it's about grief and all that kind of stuff. So this is a film that it, essentially this is my kind of horror movie. This is my kind of horror movie in that it's not a horror movie, it's history. And mm-hmm. what she's done is that she's Australian. And this is a film that is it's like an attempt to reckon with the history of Australia and how Australia got formed as a country and what happened when you had the colonialists come in and all that sort of people come in. And the, the brutal, horrible landscape that, that that country got formed out of. Essentially, for me, I, I walked out of... <laughs> I walked out of this film, or I finished watching this film, and I didn't sleep well last night after watching the film. Did not sleep well last night after watching this film. There's bits in this film that are not pleasant to watch whatsoever. That will just, they just, like, even in the opening 10, 15 minutes, there's just things that you're like, oh, no, 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 oh, my God, no, (laughs) that that happened (laughs) in the film. And you just it it's it's a hard watch, and I think she does that. She's done that deliberately because it's almost kind of like someone's gone back and decided we're going to make a documentary about what life was like. It has, um, yeah, and it's it's uh, and essentially how terrible life was. Uh, it, it the entry in, the entry into it is because there's a lady called Claire. She's uh, she's an Irish. She was an Irish convict that was sent to Australia, and she is there's some Claffin plays like you know the. He's a lieutenant of this area, and she is under his. He 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 refers to her as his property. He's uh, he refers to her as his property, and she's like, "I've done my three years, sir. Can I get my papers?" And he's refusing to give her, her papers because she's gone married to another Irish guy. They have a kid, and he's refusing to give her, her papers because, as far as he's concerned, he owns her and he can do whatever the hell he wants with her. And he, Sam Claffin in this film is horrible. He is absolutely horrible. Like you, the, and it, for, it goes from, and they call it the Nightingale because she sings for them. They say, oh, get a Nightingale out, let her sing for us and all that. And you can imagine you have this one woman with a whole bunch of sort of like lecherous British army people who were actually oh. made from convicts. And you, you, you know where this is going. And the film does not shy away from that. But then it goes on to the treatment of the aboriginals. In And Ooh. oh my God. Uh, I mean, I good. 
Okay, now this is something that for me, with, with the love stuff that's going on in the world today, this is something that I've been, I've, I've been looking into history. And as I said, I don't need horror movies because history is horrific enough. And there's just bits about this that I walked out of this film thinking Australia, the formation of Australia as it is at the moment is a crime is an absolute crime and it's just i don't i know that might be a very very harsh thing to say but that's the kind of thing that this film just so it leaves you with i mean there's some clapping character what he does the way he goes about it the the you remember when we saw detroit yes and, yes i remember we, we spoke about will poulter in detroit mm, and how yeah, he oh, was yeah, how and how he was really good in that role but it was so good at it that you're like oh, man i hope he has other work he needs to go do yeah. a comedy now because <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, was... if not, if not, if you, if you associate that character with him, you will hate that guy for life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah he was. He was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. I like. Yeah. And and so and so, there's a lot of things in here that the film is grappling with, and I think it's like it, that you can feel an anger that comes in at the wiping out of a people. There's one. Uh, there's an Aboriginal character who they call Billy. But he, his name isn't Billy, and he keeps saying, "Yeah, my name isn't Billy. My name is Mangana. I'm the Blackbird." And the the film's in three languages: it's in English, it's in Irish, and it's in Palawakani, which is the which is a, a local. Um, and there's just there's just oh, shots. This yeah, the, a lo, yeah, well, a local language, the 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 original Australian la- language. And there's bits where he's like, you know, he he talks about what they did that they took him away from his family, they killed his family in front of him. That they that they 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 took a moment and said, okay, forget forget who you are. Now you will be a white boy. You would dress like us. You would do this. They've taken me away from my culture, and it just it you okay. You know how when you say something is violent, and there's things that yeah. are violent that is like that are uh, that you, you know almost so sort of glamorizing violent. You can have fun with it a bit, like one of the most violent films I've ever seen, The Raid. I remember there's a friend of mine, Tauder. There's there's one particular scene, and even if you look at it on on YouTube, it's called Death by Door, and it's it's brutal. But you're like, oh oh oh, and it's kind of mm-hmm. fun. This film is brutal, but it is not Ooh. fun, not fun at all. It is not fun at all. It is just harrowing. It is harrowing. What happens to women? What happens to the Aboriginal? And I I I think it is. And it becomes a sort of like a revenge thriller at some point. But in the middle of this revenge thriller, they put all these big thorny questions of what well, for me, I came about, I walked out going, okay, why is nobody talking about this? Why is nobody talking about the fact that they did this to the aboriginals? And then you, when you go over to America and you think what, and essentially it comes, this is a film that the British, a subtitle of this could be, and if you excuse the term, uh, the British were bastards. <laughs> so it could be the nightingale subtitle the british were bastards and oh, wow. it, yeah and it's it, it, and there's some bits towards the end where there are some character things that i still don't understand why on earth they did that so it's a bit like you know what you were saying sean where you're going why would you do that if you're trying to do that and i think it's a film that's too deliberately made for that to have been a mistake or to, for that to have been like oh we just ran out of time and we just so I'm, I'm, I still don't know exactly what they were trying to get at when a, a character's motivation switches a little bit, but I think it's a great film. Um, there's some there's some films that I would I would say were really really difficult watches that I wouldn't watch again. I would actually watch this one again because okay. yeah wow. because I if for, if for no other reason that. yeah I mean if for no other is reason that, is that it, a Netflix one? It's on Netflix. Well, it's not, it oh, wasn't cool. a, it's not a Netflix film. It was made for cinemas. Oh. But it didn't have oh, yeah. a wide release because um, Jennifer Kent isn't like a massive name. She she's she's almost kind of like a, a bit more indie, shall I say? But the film, mm. I, I think. Uh, I mean, Sean. I mean, you were watching and you will be able to talk about. Oh well, that wasn't the right regimen, and that was that. You were able to talk about that. I don't know about that stuff, but I just think for showing an showing an area of history, I think some people have described it as one of the most shameful bits of British history that doesn't really get spoken about. And showing, um, there's one particular Aboriginal character, Uncle Charlie, and what Uncle Charlie does in the film, I love because it's kind of like these people are taking everything from me. They are, they've taken my home, they've stripped, it, they've taken my culture, they've dressed me in their clothes, and it's all about how he finds a little bit, a tiny bit of defiance in the midst of everything that's been done to him, and how he manages to find a tiny bit of defiance to say. 
I don't care what you say about me. I don't care how you try and dehumanize me. I am still my own person. I'm still my own man. And, and I love what he does. I love what he does. It, it, it. So it's uh, it's a great film. I would give it a four. Um, at, it's really close to a five, but there's just some stuff towards the end where I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what they were going for. But I would watch it again. And also it has the um, the the actor. The actor, apparently he had never acted before, who plays... Yeah, who plays Mangana, who plays uh, the, the guy who everybody calls Billy because that's what the British did, walk around. We can't pronounce your name. We'll call you this instead. You will now be Bob. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, oh, his name is... Uh, I want to get this right. It's like Gambaya uh, the Nightingale. There we go. The Nightingale mm-hmm. film. Nope, film, film, film. I need a film. Where is it? film there we go 2018 2018 australian film 2018 cool yeah. i quite like uh, some australian it, films yeah yeah he's it's bay bekali ganamba bekali ganamba and i think he he is great he is great he's really really natural and there's some bits where he talks about he he, he says things about the british occupation of australia that be coming from a country that was occupied by the british uh of 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 as I've grown older, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Why are you trying to make me like you? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So great film, great film. But as I said, I did not sleep well after watching it. I, I did not sleep well after watching it. It almost had me in tears at bits. And it makes me just so like, you know, it's like, you're like, okay, so if that's what happens, I know we can't live in the past. I know we can't keep blaming people for things, but how do we go forward? We need to acknowledge this and we need to try and help for me, it made me think we need to try and help Aboriginal Australians because, quite frankly, they got shafted. <laughs> they, yeah, they I, suppose, got, I suppose it's they just, got absolutely it's shafted. Just, I, remember, I remember seeing a film about New Zealand with the Maoris and the film was called Once, Once, Once World We Were War- Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, you know, so, yeah, and I guess, I guess the Americans did it with the Native Americans, didn't they? And, I mean, yeah, it yeah. happened all over the world, really. You yeah, know, with the, a good old, um, well, anyway. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. I mean, and I have to admit, for me, it is a bit of an open wound that uh, that has been mm. being poked out recently. And it, it just made me think, I don't know why, but it seems like when you went around the world, the darker skin tone you were, wherever the British went, the darker you were, the worse they treated you. And, like, and I don't know why that is. I sort of like, look, I like, or well, they went to India. What they did in India was nowhere near as bad as what they did in Africa, as what they did in Australia. I'm like, why? Why was it that Europeans just said that the darker you are, the worse you're treated? And I'm, I'm not as dark as they come, but I'm pretty close. So, <laughs> so it just makes me think, like, you know, if I've been born at a different time, then what the hell? So, but anyway, great film, four out of five. As I said, I will stop there because I could go on and on about this and about the about the things uh, like for even, even the fact that you had the nightingale which is set in 1825 and then you have detroit which is set in 1960s and it's the yeah. same thing over hundreds of years it's the same thing oh but anyway I, I should try and catch that one then <laughs> yeah yeah i think catch that. I, is I it think, a long I, film or is it is it sort of it's, what's the running time? it's about two hours ten minutes all right, okay. It's about two hours, ten minutes, but it's it's well worth it. But I mean, even even if you just watch the first twenty minutes, the first, uh, good lord, uh, good lord. As I said, I did not sleep well. All right, okay. Before we wrap up, before we wrap up, let's try and talk about. Um, well, I will say cheerier things, but it depends on who you are. Because we're rec- <laughs> we're recording this in the week that um, we're recording this in the week that uh, Disney Plus uh, Disney announced that Mulan, which was going to be one of their big summer blockbusters I know, I know. Is, that was going to get that? people back in the cinemas wasn't it well, that they was going to get people anyway yeah it was going to get people back in the cinemas and it was uh, but that was it was a it was a i think it was a big part of their strategy this year because it's chinese we're gonna we're actually having like you know a chinese director we're gonna have chinese characters we're gonna treat the thing with respect and everything that Bruce has been saying about it has been really really good and they said that they're pulling this out of cinemas and it's going to be released on disney plus in some it's not, not not just for free on Disney Plus, but you have to pay like thirty pounds to actually watch it. Yeah, uh, and it's not released in Britain yet, is it either? It's not released. In, they haven't they haven't clarified what they're going to do in Britain, so they don't know whether it's going to be in cinemas or whether it's going to be on Disney Plus. And 
this is so it's a real so we've just spoke about Netflix cinema we got we got cinema back cinemas come out swinging with some four star films uh, yeah. but there's a massive fight on because the the covid lockdown around the world has changed a whole bunch of things and people are saying that Disney might look at this they've looked at their subscriptions go uploads on Disney plus mm-hmm. and people are wondering is this going to make Disney go well we don't really need cinemas and then they're just going to shaft cinemas <laughs> because yeah. they can just pump it directly into people's eyeballs and somebody uh, um, someone did the did the math and said if they have 60.5 million people subscribing and the number of people that they need to pay that 30 pounds to make the film break even is not that great is not that great uh, as opposed to putting it in the cinema and everything like that all the uh, so it is so yeah I, I don't know. I've just, uh, as I said, it, it might be cheerier news for Disney because they found a way of making even more money and dominating even more of the world. But not so cherry news for cinemas. What do you guys think? Yeah, I must, I've had, I'm of two minds about this because I've, I did read that yesterday about Moolah and I thought, yes, you can see their strategy is that, you know, if we've got big enough audience on our own platform, then we don't need to pay for publicity. We don't need to negotiate deals with, hundreds of different countries we we we've got this but then on another hand i thought well actually disney's got so huge that if you take them in some ways out of the equation then that frees up an awful lot of screen time for the smaller independent films yeah true and i'm thinking if the only positive i can see out of that is you know it may mean that you may get the smaller films will suddenly have a bit more space in the cinemas that's the only positive spin I could put on it because I want, there's some films I would have liked to have seen at the cinema but mm. it doesn't get a shoe in because there's certain films will be on 10 screens for, you know, for a month running and yeah. you may get, the smaller film may get two showings on a Friday night or on a Saturday night at half past 11 so you think for to make the cinema more accessible for those smaller films you know, for one of the behemoths to move out the way, it might be an adv- opportunity. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, the fact is that Disney do have a lot of stuff waiting in the wings. They have a lot of stuff that they're trying. They have all the Marvel stuff. They have, <laughs> they ha- they, there's a lot of stuff that they, they had planned for this year. And I can just imagine that if they're going to try and do it between the, between now and the end of the year, there would be like, there could be a Disney Clear film. some in, of their stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. The, it's like a clearance sale. That they go clear some of the stock and, and get things out of the way, but yeah, that's a shame, really, because I'd like to see Mulan. I would have. Liked I want to, to see it at the cinema, but I won't get yeah. Disney Plus just to watch it. Yeah, uh, especially not if I've got to pay on top. I won't. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you go pay on top, it's not, not going to happen. But I do think that they will. They will do it in some way. But I think that there is that because, as I say, there's a lot of things that people are changing. The, they're changing the way they live or they're changing the way they do things it's a bit like i think at the moment uh office blocks i think office blocks are going to be in big trouble because yeah. people are going to realize that they've managed to work for for mm. work for home yeah, for four months, months. Mm. And, they, and they're going to think why the heck are we paying all that rent to that office block we don't <laughs> need to have people in this so so i think and i think there's going to be a shift as people are going to go hang on a second this cinema thing, what do we actually need it for? And, I, and it will distill down, I think Wale was saying last week, about what you go to the cinema for and what you stay at home to watch. And it will distill down what it is that people are actually going to go to the cinema for, which might mean, as we said, no more, no more rom-coms, but a lot more bang-bang. But it's... Mm. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but hey. Oh, well, the cinema survived a lot of scares in its time, so... Fingers crossed, hopefully it will survive this one it too. It will survive this one. And hopefully it will survive the having to wear face coverings for three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know people who've worked in shops who say, once you get used to it, you just do it part, it's part of your uniform. And, and hospital staff have had to get adjust to wearing yeah. you know, face coverings for hours upon hours. So I think sitting for two and a half hours or an hour and a half in a cinema is not such a big, big ask. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah, I, I don't I think, know. I, I I think it's been nice to have a, a comfortable. I keep looking at people that have got these these sewn masks. You know, the ones that I wonder if they're more comfortable than like the the disposable ones. So, the ones I mean, I've made I, myself, I think, are more comfortable. I've got a, a very soft cotton that I've wear. You still sweat underneath it, but I found it's not the the disposable ones. I've got a slight texture to them, and I find that yeah. 
by the end of the day, if I've been talking or if I've just been moving, I feel like I've been slightly abraded around my face. Yeah. Whereas the very smooth, soft cotton that I've made, it is much more comfortable against your skin. Oh, I might have to commission you to do me one then. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some penguin fabric. I can make you a penguin one. <laughs> oh, penguin. That'd be okay. interesting. All right. Until next week, where Sean and Sharon would have gone to, well, Sean would have gone to sit down through a whole bunch of Lord of the Rings things, and you let us know what it's like watching a mask and watching, like you know, Bilbo and Co. do stuff on screen. Yeah, well, I'm no, no, no. That's, that's, Fro- that's Frodo. It's Frodo and stuff, isn't it? It's Frodo. And, yeah. Frodo. Yeah. yeah so, and if yeah. it gets really hot, I, my glasses steam, so I might have to do the whole, you know. Just, <laughs> Yes, you you led that, and I will still be sat here going, "Oh man, I really wish I that the Odeon in Anitum would open up again. It would be yeah. really, <laughs> oh, it would be so good if I could make it." Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Until then, it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me, and it's a goodbye from me. We will see you next week. We have an episode of Cinema, and cinemas are back! Yay! Yay! <laughs>